Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, oh yeah. His 40s are 40s, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hello and welcome to another chill ass episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And today on our 30th episode, we're gonna keep doing what we do best, aka cover hits from the Billboard Hot 100 while drinking 40s. That's right. Very, very excited. Chill ass, fresh nasty. <laughs> fresh nasty. That is exactly correct. That should be our, the subtitle of our podcast. 40s and 40s, fresh nasty. Also, if you haven't heard episode 29, please listen because Seth does layered beatbox <laughs> slash vocal... <laughs> <laughs> instrumentation of each song. Yeah. Because uh, we were uh, making a point of, you know, our strike. Yes. Uh, also because we care, you know. We want to we wanna do a little something special for y'all. So, uh, well, with that being said, let's crack these open. Josh, what do we what do we got here today? Today we're on, uh, we have round two of Hurricane. Oh, good lord. Well, it wouldn't be the 30th episode if we didn't do something a little strong. Category five. Category five. 8.1% everyone. Jesus. This is, I think it's more than... No, this is actually, it says it's actually 40 fluid ounces. No, uh, I think it's higher alcohol percentage than Old English. I, you know, that might be true, but Old English is much maltier, so it's... For some reason, I felt drunker. Yeah. (laughs) Old English. I think it's the malt, dude. The malt just fucks me up. Uh, well, anyway, uh, cheers, dude. Let's, uh... Ah, yes. (laughs) Cheers, Cheers. bud. Shout out to all of our avid listeners in Oregon. Dude, shout out! <laughs> shout outs are well well deserved. Um, I was I was so um, pleased and surprised when Seth told me that some friends and fans in Oregon were very uh, adamant about enjoying each week's episode. <laughs> yes, they were extremely adamant about it. Um, in fact. Uh, when I was in Oregon and they were like, so how the fuck are you going to record an episode when you're up here? And I was like, don't worry, I got you. Um, even though this last week we didn't record an episode, so sorry about that, guys. But, yeah. you know, you're getting it now, so there you go. Um, yeah, shout out to all the Oregon fam, though. Sorry, you guys are the best. <laughs> I don't know the melody, I forgot. Who does that? Oh, sorry, not sorry. Demi. It's actually Demi Lovato. As she goes like, uh, well, I'm not going to try saying it, but, you know, I'll just insert a clip here. There you go. Um, cool. So, and I, you know what? Actually, I just realized the last time we had Hurricane was with Renee when he was on the show. Because oh. it was, I remember, because it was when we were reviewing the Logic song, and he got like oh, yeah. five minutes into this really intense rant, and then we realized it was the wrong Logic song. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're looking at... No, dude. One of us is looking at the wrong shit. Oh, fuck. What, do you, that what are you looking at? I'm looking at 44 bars. Was 44 bars or 44 more? I'm a uh, little bit inebriated, Are you looking gentlemen. at the wrong lyrics? I'm a little bit inebriated, gentlemen. Fuck? Oh, no. Dude. That was pretty um, great. Did he finish his 40? I feel like he didn't. I don't think he did. Honestly, I don't think any of our guests have finished their 40s. Um, They've all left. Did Karis? 
Of all people, she would be the one to do it, but I, but I, I can't remember if she did, though. I'm tempted to say... I think she did. I'm tempted to say she did. Um, I don't remember, though. That's a good question. Um, anyway, well, that's the one caveat of being on the show as a guest, is you don't have to finish your 40, although we would highly encourage you to. And uh, <laughs> because we don't have any guests that have finished their 40s on the show, that's your challenge. We had a guest this season, right? Lauren? Yeah, we had LT come on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we should LT probably still have like one one guest per season. Mm-hmm. It just felt like too much when we had two guests. I think right on season two. Yeah. Well, I feel like did we have two this season though? I remember we had three season two. No, I think it was two and two. We just we bunched it up too close together. It was yeah because it was like Nora and Karis and Renee. Yeah, they were all really close together. You're right. Um, well, you know, it's a learning experience, so we'll Not go from there. Flirt. We didn't meet the flirt quota. <laughs> Seth and I don't flirt as much when there's guests. You're right. We <laughs> we usually save that for when it's one-on-one. Um, drinking all by ourselves. Yep. Getting a little steamy. Um, I also wanted to point out that for this episode, I started out without my sweater on because it's just really hot. And uh, so, you know, that extra layers gone between us is all I'm saying oh. <laughs> I can see your uh, your your muscles <laughs> popping out of the, the shirt better now <laughs> my shapely form oh boy um, shapely torso shapely torso is calling a deep oh deep yearning within me oh my <laughs> so not grammatically correct oh my yo I, I don't uh, when you flirt you don't have to be grammatically correct it's almost more charming if you're so not flustered <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit um well anyway I want to start out this episode uh, by counting down the top five like we normally do but there is something that is a little different about this top five because the number one spot on the top five is Sad by XXXTentacion. And I don't know if you heard, but X uh, died. Yeah, that's right. He died uh, last week or the week before. Um, he was shot in Florida, which is fucking crazy. Uh, he I actually was- don't know anything. Do we know who killed him? I, or shot him? I didn't follow up with it. Um, it was rumored that it was some beef, which seems a little bit intense for, you know, someone to get shot over beef. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, dude was 20 years old, so that's pretty fucked up to get shot when you're 20. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know he was so young. Yeah. I mean, the dude had... I would say... <laughs> I will say this unapologetically. Um, I was not really a fan of him as a person, nor was I particularly a fan of the song that I heard him do but i still think that's fucked up to get shot (laughs) especially when you're that young definitely so it's really it is really a shame you know um it's it doesn't mean that i like him anymore or like his music anymore but it's it's still pretty pretty lame so yeah and plus people people can change you know right i mean when you're 20 like what do you like i didn't know shit when i was 20 you know like I think the difference is that he, like, was physically abusive to his partners, and he, like, was (laughs) gonna be put in jail for that, potentially. So that's a little different, but even so, I think that, you know, 
people can reform from very very dark places. Yeah. And being only being only twenty, you know, that he had a lot of potential for reform. I would think. Yeah. Um, it's also tied to this idea of like, there's a conversation about can you separate art from creator? Yeah. And I am of the mind like I don't like dismissing people as like they do or say or have things that you don't agree with or things that you think are really immoral. Yeah. I, I, I personally feel like it's a disservice to the world if someone creates something great but they have like certain bad parts of their life to yeah. just dismiss this great thing that they made for yeah. the world. Like I, I think I honestly don't see any point in doing that because everyone yeah. has little bad things about them and some people have really bad things about them. But people, in my opinion, humans are really complex, and even really dark, p- troubled people can create really great things right. that are beautiful and help and are empathetic. Yeah. So um, it's apparently. actually really interesting because when I was in Oregon recently visiting um, my my mom and my dad, <clears throat> my my dad and I actually got in a conversation about this, which I thought and I thought it was really interesting that he made a really particular distinction regarding this that I hadn't necessarily considered before, <laughs> um, and yet it was very like sim- like straightforward the way he laid it out because <clears throat> we were talking about we were talking about like can you separate the artist and the art. Um, basically when I asked my dad I'm like can like you know we were talking about Wagner um, Mm -hmm. as the example and like Wagner has made a million works that are are known around the world as being really great really beautiful he made like a couple of like you know the the main wedding themes that most people use now on top of making incredible works of you know symphonies and operas and all that but he was a huge uh, he was basically a huge anti-Semite and was kind of a Nazi sympathizer when it came down to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a really dark side of Wagner that I think a lot of people don't necessarily know about. <clears throat> or they don't even know that certain works are connected to Wagner. Um, so when I was talking to my dad about it, I was, and I asked the question, can you separate the artist from the art? My dad was like, you can't. There's no way you can. You have to think of them as the same unit but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't appreciate the the work like which I think is an interesting distinction because it's like you can't separate the artist from the art because people will be will have certain mindsets they'll be thinking certain things when they create a work but all that being said you can still find a way to treat art on its own kind of plain and like in its own way as opposed to like I don't know you get what I mean it's it's a very subtle thing but I think it is something that's interesting and that the more I thought about it, the more I kind of was down with it um yeah it just depends on your definitions I guess like right like I mean well okay if you find something out about the artist then it's it's like it's not a choice it's just in your mind right so you don't have like me knowing about bill cosby i can't see him without thinking about the terrible things he did right exactly so even though i believe he do, he's made some great very helpful things for um you know people um the cosby show included i think that's a great show yeah there's totally. great things about it but because <clears throat> i know i can't not think of that when i watch it 
Now, like, a child that doesn't know about his darkness could watch the show and get good things from it. Right. But when you know something, you can't... It's hard to you not think about it. Right. And I, But, that being said, I still think that there are good... Th- I, I still don't think that the work itself is tainted. Right, That's exactly. That's how I put it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I th- and I think that, that what you just said was a, was a good explanation of it, because it's like, you could still... Like, you could still look at the Cosby show and be like, this is a positive piece of work that is out in the world and people watch it and they can draw good things from it and they yeah. can find good things to like about it even though the the guy who made it has a very dark like side yeah. to him yeah. so i and i think that that's it's a really interesting line that you walk uh as far as like appreciating a work for what it is while still knowing yeah, what you know about the artist? It's a sickness. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like there there's some like actual mental sickness in Cosby. Mm. I mean, I, I don't like I don't take away his responsibility or guilt, but like to do that, it just seems like something's really wired wrong. Like, I mean, I ain't no psychologist, so I can't. Like, do I don't that. know. <laughs> just you know? I don't know because like for I, I it's like how can you be attracted to someone that's not conscious like and not like that's the question you know like I feel like there's something like it's something's really off well I think that's because you're a you know normal functioning human and so it's hard for it's hard to put yourself in that place where you could even like think about it because it's just so far from like what you would consider like a normal process um (laughs) so on that note XXXTentacion, you know, made a lot of work that a lot of people loved, and uh, whether or not they knew his dark side is a question, but, you know, he brought he brought happiness to people, and, you know, that's still important, so... My, I want to make one concluding point. It's just, I would encourage other people to try to be patient and try to listen and try to forgive people and... and believe that people can change even when they say and do really bad things yeah i agree i feel like that i feel like that's important i think especially now with just what is happening in our country um i think that patience and some level of empathy and understanding is really important um because when those things don't happen it's when sides that are divided get further divided and I don't really think that helps anybody, yeah. <laughs> you know? Just, um, yeah. Um, what else? Try not to... I don't know. Don't, I, I, don't respond with hatred toward hatred. I can't think of a better way to... You know, like, when, when people are spouting hatred, like, don't just put them in this box of evil and, and hate them. Like, they're, they're also human, and yeah, they have good things about them, and they, they can, you know, they can change. Yeah. There is a, um, yeah, I feel like we're going on about this long, but it's worth it. Um, there was this, uh, story about this minister and I totally forget his name, even where he originated from, but he was a black minister who he made it his life's goal to convert KKK members into not being in the KKK anymore. Mm. Like that was his life's work. And I think he's still around and, um... There were some stories that he would tell that were just super harrowing and, like, 
you know, but he never gave up. And he's he said that he's converted, like, multiple, like, super high-ranking KKK members into, like, not being in it anymore. Yeah. Which is just, like, I don't know. It's things like that that give me hope mm-hmm. for the world, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I get it. If you're at a punk show and a neo-Nazi shows up, it's hard to fucking deal with without just making them leave. Like, I get that. And if I were in that situation, I think my gut instinct would be to do the same. But I think that what this guy is doing is just so important, and I respect it so much. And I feel like that's what, you know, that's yeah. what pe- humans should strive for, is, like, like understanding, but also still, like, uh, like a strength in your convictions of, like, morality. You yeah. Know? One of the main ways I've learned that people tear down their prejudice is by becoming friends and being close with people of the group they're prejudiced against. Right, exactly. Realizing that, you know, how much how human they are and how similar they are, you know. Yeah, and I mean that's what this guy, that's that's what the minister did. Um, he was saying there was one conversation where like, you know, they were talking about like you know, crime in in America. One of the guys was like, yeah, you know, like black people are just like fucking, they're just like rapists and murderers. Just like said that as just like a blank yeah. statement. But I'm know? also laughing because like Trump said that. Same yeah, thing I fucking know, that. right? And so and so the minister like when he heard that he was just like, okay, so like name me like one black serial killer. And dude's like, I don't know. Yeah, can't think of any. He's like, all right, name me like multiple white serial killers. He's like, cool, like Ed Bundy, like fucking Charles Manson, and you're like, cool, there you go, problem solved. So like. It was, yeah, it's just shit like being friends and just having conversations, you know, like it's so important. That's when um, I saw the end of Milk, the film Milk. Yeah. And I, I was like almost brought to tears and I only saw the end. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, the movie, yeah, that whole movie is a tear fest. But also, sure. like, I'm pretty, I, if I remember correctly, that was one of his, um, ad- one of his ways of advising people were, was like to, to have people of the, you know, gay community etc community more accepted and more mainstream he was like urging them all to just come out yeah because that way everyone would be like oh wait i'm really close with you right like this is my friend yeah like yeah and and he was right you know it's like it really helps people realize like these are just human beings like in you know yeah just kind of tear down that hatred or fear or, or whatever you know yeah anyway Anyway, let's, uh, yeah, heavy subjects, but important subjects, I think, especially in music, because, you know, this kind of thing comes up every once in a while. So, uh, so looking at the top five, uh, XXX is at number one with Sad. Uh, number two is I Like It, which is the Cardi B, Bad Bunny, J Balvin song. Uh, number three is Nice For What. Number four is Lucid Dreams, which brings us... To our first song of the night, oh number God. five, it's a goddamn Maroon 5 song. Featuring Cardi. Featuring Cardi B. Oh, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I am very curious. It's called Girls Like You, which I have a feeling means it's going to be a duet about Adam Levine being into girls like Cardi B. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's see what we got here. Like you, yeah, yeah, girl. Like you, love, honey, yeah, me, do what I want when I 
I think uh, you can always tell. What we were saying, you can always tell how excited Josh is about a song <clears throat> whenever I hand over the lyrics and what his response is yeah. to that. He <laughs> says, like, so you want to look at the lyrics? Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I know. Um, this song, you know, after listening to this song, my first kind of general thought is what, for what purpose does this song exist? Dollar. For that squirrel? Yeah. Cause like, I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's such a low key song, and yet it doesn't build. It doesn't really do anything. It just kind of exists in in a sonic plane for three and a half minutes, and then it's gone. <laughs> it keeps the party going. But does it? It's not even really a party song. It's just kind of like a chill ass. Yeah. Maybe it's like a slow dance song. You know, just like a chill party. And it's like, oh, I know Adam Levine and Cardi B. Okay, whatever. And then you right. just keep talking or whatever. I will say that Adam Levine keep is grinding. I should say. Oh yeah. Insert. Uh, grinding music here. I mean, grinding the pepper. <laughs> Keep grinding that pepper. Mm. Over what? I don't know. I hardly use over, pepper. Over some pasta, dude. What? I was gonna say pasta. I was like, Come the first on, thing man. I thought it was pasta, but I was yeah. like, what else do I put? Yo, pepper on? fucking put pepper in everything, dude. It is good on everything. That's it's true. It's good on. It's good on chicken. It is. It's good on steak. It's. It's yeah. good on, on fettuccine There's Alfredo. There's a it's so popular. It's good on everything. It's good on everything. My grandpa, God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, he, I mean, I'm not laughing about, you yeah. know, your grandma being <laughs> dead. Right. I'm just, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Should make that distinction grandpa, right up front. <laughs> I was going to say Grandpa Dick, but and I'm old enough now to know how weird that sounds to people. But my life, Dick was just a totally normal name. Oh, for sure. But anyway, Grandpa sure. Dick, Grandpa Richard Rossi. He put pepper on almost everything, and one of the main... He was a wise man. He was. But one of the main childhood memories that my my sister and I have of him, we have a lot, but one of them of our early years, we were like toddlers, is him uh, asking for pepper for a soup, and he like dials us a lot, and like uh-huh. Harris and I looked at each other, and we're like, that's a lot of pepper. <laughs> Even, we're like three, and we can tell. Mm-hmm. And then he took a bite, and he had a coughing fit, and they were like, whoa. And then he goes... Too much pepper. <laughs> and we were like children, but we laughed. We found it funny. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Richard Rossi Sr. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, talking about this song, I so when I, when I first started, I was like, thank God that Maroon 5 is finally bringing actual <laughs> instruments into their music again. It really made me excited, except that I realized that guitar was the only real instrument in the song, and I was a little disappointed again. Um, I just miss when Maroon 5 was a fucking rock band, you know? Like, I miss those days. Like, songs about Jane, great record. Can't deny that. Solid-ass record. Some B-sides on that, that are so good. Sunday morning, great song. Yeah. Um, I like that song a lot. I mean, I feel like this song feels like Maroon 5 as less of a vehicle for Adam Levine, but it still feels like he's still taking advantage of, like, whatever robots he has left in his band to make music for him. Yeah, I mean, even his vocal delivery is very calculated to match current trends. Yeah. And, dude, I'm sorry, but when Cardi B came in... I love me some Cardi B, but 
she just didn't. I just felt like she didn't fit this song at all. It was a little out of place, in my opinion. Like, she was going super hard, and the rest of the song was really chill. Um, which, like, I almost wish it was one way or the other. I, I almost wish it was purely, like, minus Cardi B, or I wish it was, like, purely all Cardi B. Yeah. You know? No, now that you said that, I... I feel the song would have been better if she delivered it a little different. Yeah. Because um, she has the capacity to do lighter deliveries. Yeah. We've heard songs where she's done that. Now, all of that being said, her guest spot was probably the most entertaining thing for me. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know. But, uh... I would say if it wasn't for her, it would have been a snooze fest for sure. Yeah, I was... It's like worse than a snooze fest, though, because I'm actively annoyed. I actively feel like I want to change the song. <laughs> so it's not a snooze fest because you're being kept awake by the, yeah, like, the I, need to change the song? I am snoozing, but in a um, very peeved or... <laughs> what's an SAT word? Um, I can't think of Disgruntled? That's uh, on the tip of my tongue. Fuck. Chagrined. Chagrined. <laughs> Damn. There you go. Um, There's your SAT word, kids. Um, yeah, I mean... I'm so glad I, could think I thought of that. I mean, for me, like, the production was was fine, but it just didn't do anything at all. It just it just hung out. And, like I, like, I pictured in my head, like, Adam Levine and his poor guitarist doing that same looped part over and over again. And, like... I hope his guitarist played actual notes in this song instead of it just being, like, a programmed thing. But it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I want I want the rest of the members of Maroon 5 to do something. That's my main caveat here, is I just want them to fucking play their instruments. That's all okay. I want. I want to explain something. Ch <laughs> chagrined is, is sort of not the right word. Okay. Um... It does mean distressed, which is accurate. Suffering from anxiety, sorrow, or pain. That's kind of how I felt. I've heard it used as, like, chagrin, like, as a like a singular. Right. As opposed to, like, an, an, a verb or an adjective. No, it works as however I used it. But, but the anxiety, sorrow, pain kind of works, but then, like, the other component was that, but the other main component was and or humiliated and I didn't feel humiliated <laughs> zero humiliation so I felt humiliation for the rest of the not, members of Maroon 5 not the best word but you know it's still a close. solid word a little a little imprecise in my part but maybe like an, but close maybe like an A minus word for what I felt mm, maybe a C a C damn humiliation is so off it's like not relevant distress is relevant but well, like, but I feel like the humiliation element is such, like, a, a more subtle thing. Like, it's not, like, outright humiliation, but it's, like, yeah. I feel bad, and, like, I feel bad for whoever made this is, like, the kind of humiliation. That would work if I felt bad for them, yeah. Yeah. Not my own humiliation. I'm, exactly. I'm not even humiliated for them. I'm just, like, whatever, you're making, you know, it's oh, just okay. a money grab. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Only that I, you know, care and that I had to hear it, which sucks. <laughs> but... It's okay. I'm I mean, hanging I think, out with Seth, so I don't care. There I'm you go. A good time. There you go. 
Um, I mean, I think for me, I wasn't outright like offended by the song, but it just didn't. It just didn't even raise a pulse at all. It just was a song that existed for three and a half minutes, and then it was done. I'm not even. I'm not even giving a good review. I just don't like it. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> like, well, not even, but I'm that's not the- even describing the sound or the feeling. It's just no. But I'm trying to think of like what you could say to describe the sound, and there's not a lot there. Like you've got the guitar. You've got kind of the swelling, kind of synthy things in the back. And drums, and that's it. You have kind of the... You have the the beat that comes in at the the second chorus, I think. And then you've got Cardi B and Adam Levine, and that's the whole song. I mean, what do you want me to say? This is literally the lyrics of the song, okay? I memorized it. Really? Yeah, Yeah, so here it goes. Okay. Quote, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a girl like you. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. It's like, <laughs> oh, you didn't memorize the oh, Shit, I forgot. Uh-oh. What was the line? Drop Is it on your phone? Ball. Drop in the ball, I Josh. Shit, I, shit, I shit on that song. Why did you shit on that song enough? All the words memorized. Yeah, like, I'll bring it up. Hold, damn hold it. on. Here. I messed that up so hard. Shit. Well, I got most of the words right. See, now I feel chagrin for you. That, there, you use the word. That's better than. So yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I need a girl like I you. No, you were like right. You, you no, were right. No, I said I like a girl. Oh, I, okay. it's, I need a girl like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's and five yes. There's six yes. Oh, there's six yes. There's six yes, and then I need a girl like you. Yeah, yeah, and then six more yes. <laughs> Counted. Okay, wait. Oh, you're right. There are six yes. God damn it. All right. Well, clearly you were paying attention. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All yeah. right. I'm ready. To- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to move on to the next song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You bet your yeah. I'm, I need I'm a- ready. <laughs> All right. Um, Jesus. All right. So, you know, looking at the rest of this list, I'm like, God, Booed Up was number seven. I'm so happy it's so high up. I fucking love that song. I'm still thinking about how awesome that song was from, like, last episode. God damn. Uh, the next song, number 13, it's a newcomer. It's called Ape Shit. It no, is- no, no, no. It's called Apes Star Star T. Oh, excuse me. I wasn't sure of the pronunciation. Uh, yeah, Apes Star Star T. Uh, it's by this little band called The Carters. Oh, okay. Don't know if you heard of them. I don't know. No, I haven't really heard of them. They're a mystery. I'm. I. Who knows? There's some nobodies. Let's check it out. <laughs> All right, Rossi. I'm gonna level with you real quick. Right. Um. Can you say, can you say what's bad about the song? Because I'm exhausted. So you say what's bad, and then I'll say what I thought was good about it. I actually think I might be throwing out an angry card here. Oh, good. It's that bad. It's... Here's the thing, is... By the way, angry card alert. (laughs) Um, It's not... It's production is good. Beyonce's flow is good. Jay-Z's flow is good. But I just... Outside of that... Outside of the technical abilities that are brought to the table, I just gotta say, fuck you to Offset for putting Beyonce in the situation where she goes from lemonade 
one of the most artistically creative things that she's ever done to fucking Migos verses for four minutes. You've you've brought her down from this this artistic high of doing all this crazy shit to bring her down to your level and bring her mainstream. So fuck you for that. Also, fuck them for just rapping more about how they're rich. I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. Like, Jay-Z had an entire album's worth of shit to do that on. Like, he did that on Holy Grail. It's fine. I get it. You can buy Picassos. Let your daughter play on them. I don't give a fuck. I know you're rich. That's really great, but I can't relate to that shit, dude. Like, I fucking can't. And as somebody who, like, studied art, I'm like, why would you buy a piece of art to fucking let your daughter crawl on it and then show that as your way of of respecting the art and being in the art world and bringing Abrima, or no, wait, what's her name? Uh, Abramovich into the situation... It's just, it's disrespectful, and it's petty, and it's disgusting, and I hate it, and I kind of hate what's happening in this song and what this song represents as a whole, because it's like, Beyonce is an artist who worked from the bottom to get where she is. She was one member of Destiny's Child. She broke out, made a huge name for herself, has a huge fan base, is a very distinct, large role model for women, for black women. That's great. That's fucking great. But, like, now that you are in the the latter years of your success and you're rich and you can't do anything else you just fucking go with what's trendy you bring offset onto your verse you fucking go with the migos flow and you do it and all that you're rapping about is just how you're fucking rich it's it's disgusting it's offensive i'm offended by it and Maybe they're sticking their nose up at you. Maybe, but fuck off, <laughs> no, dude. No, I'm doing this. Say anything, reverence. No, it's yeah, yeah. It's offensive. <laughs> Don't stick your Don't nose stick your nose up at me. It's disgusting. It's offensive. Don't stick your nose up at me. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, that was for you. That was for you, buddy. Um, God, it's just, it's just, it's gross. It's gross. It's gross how they're just flexing their nuts at me, and I just have to put up with it for four minutes. It's like, if this was a two-minute song, cool, whatever. You're in, you're out, boom, problem solved. But you just fucking keep going. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take the amount of braggadociosity. Wait, that was too many syllables. Uh, you know what I mean. It's just too much. I just can't deal with it. The production is fine. The flows are great. Jay-Z's verses, honestly, you know, he had some witty lines in there. I laughed at them. They were yeah. good. But, come on, man. You gotta fucking bring more than just that. You can't be braggadocious when you are the number one selling artist in the world. Like, it doesn't mean shit. You gotta talk about other things. Like, that's cool that you're talking about, like, yeah, we're here. But you've been here. You've been here for the last, like, decade. So, like... I don't care anymore about you being here. I care about, like, like maybe what your day-to-day life is or how you're feeling about shit or, like, maybe how the fame has done some shit to you. Has it? Has it not? Maybe it hasn't. But, like, I can't relate. 
on a basic level, I just don't have any connection to anything you're talking about. So I'm just totally blanked out for like four minutes, you know? And bringing Offset, making Beyonce do ad-libs is a fucking insult. Like, I feel it's an insult. Oh, yeah. Like, to her as an artist, like, to make her do that... It just makes me feel like she was brought into a room and they're like, hey, you're going to do this thing. And she's like, all right, cool. And then she just did it and she yeah. just left. Well, the thing is, I don't put more blame on anyone. I don't put, I put majority blame on Beyonce because she has a choice in what she does. Like, right. she chose to do all of this. No one put a gun to her head. That's fair. So I, I would not, I wouldn't kill, like, <laughs> offset. I mean, I wouldn't kill anybody. I'm just saying I'm aff- I'm offended at where... Not, not literal kill, but literal kill. Right. But it's like, I... Like, bring know, them down. Like, Beyonce... Drag them. Beyonce's not this, like, golden, you know, artist that got, you know, shat on. She's just the person that chose to do this for her whatever reason. Yeah, that's true. I just, I just expected so much more... You know, I expected so much more than just a, a casual beat that we've heard a million times, you know? Yeah. I expected more for this to be the number one song. I expected more, even in production. The production was fine on this, but I expected more there. I expected I thought, something more interesting. Well, I would say the good things. Um, <laughs> Wait, this is, I feel like this is totally opposite. I feel like Josh yeah. is like, normally like, fuck y'all. And Seth is like, oh, there were some nice no, things. No, this is totally opposite, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, please, please. Now you're the bad guy. Finally. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> Seth is the bad cop. Um, yeah. No, well, okay. I'll say the good things and then I'll shit on it a little bit. Um, the production and the overall vibe, like the synths and the beats and the variety of instruments and the changes and the little curveballs once and again, I thought it was decent. And, yeah. And I was, it was fun and it had this movement and momentum to it. Sure. Um, Jay-Z's verse, I thought, was clever. Yeah. There was this, you know, running metaphor of animals, which was right. fun. Right, And, you know, he there was a couple political jabs about, you know, he made about Trump and about the NFL. Yeah. And so there was, like, little undertones there that was cool. So, like, his verse, I thought, was... I was I really enjoyed. Oh, actually, could I just interrupt you and say one yeah. thing really quick? Yeah. I thought his quip about being zero zero yeah. eight for the Grammys that was amazing. That was awesome. That yeah. was like fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Like, like he deserved. Yeah. I mean, also like hashtag Grammys don't really matter. Yeah. But like also that's super true. Yes. And relevant. So I was yeah. down with that for sure. Yeah. So I I I really enjoyed that one verse he did. Um... And Beyonce, she has this charisma about her, and like, yeah. and her flow was cool, and like, I like her, but the lyrical content, and then when I heard the skirt and the like, when I heard those things and just the actual lyrical content of what she was saying, it yeah, I mean, I did, you know palm to face what the fuck <laughs> like I can't believe this is happening yeah and it was really bad really bad so I'm conflicted because I feel for me there was really bad dumb I hate this parts of it but then there was also parts of it I liked 
So, yeah, I don't... That's really, I guess, all out. That's how I will end. I, I could probably say more, but I don't want to just rant. I mean, I don't really want to rant more than I already have, but... I don't know, man. It just felt like a. It felt like an artistic betrayal, is what it felt like to me. And I know that that sounds really heavy and dramatic, but I was so ready for like because after Lemonade, which I don't know if you if you've heard that, Some Josh, of it. but it was just such a cornucopia of ideas and and new song layouts for Beyonce. And I was so excited to be like, what, like, where, where the fuck is her music gonna go from here? You know, like, is she gonna do spoken word pieces next? Is she gonna like do something crazy? Like, what's gonna happen? And I was so ready, and I was so there for that, and to just see it come back to just like, you know, some casual things that everyone's doing. I'm just a little disappointed. I think I just expected so much more out of her. Jay Z, I'm like, whatever, dude. You fucking sold. A million albums to sprints just so that you could make your album go platinum on the first day. Like I don't give a fuck about you. You're you're already a sellout. I don't care. But for Beyonce specifically, I was expecting her to have Jay Z's cool though. I like Jay Z. Oh no, I mean don't get me wrong. Jay Z is a great. He's a great lyricist. It's just that he's a little bit. I don't know. Just I mean, yeah. Not really. He's a businessman. He's not a businessman, he's a businessman. Um, that's a quote from Jason. But he's also I don't know. I it's it's such a subjective term, but I would say he has artistic merit. I'm, no, I I'm mean he absolutely does. I'm yeah. not I'm not trying to say that his previous works are null and void because he like he made the black album. Like that's a fucking like almost perfect record. Like every song on that album is fucking gold. Um, and I will probably fight anybody who says otherwise. Um, he made the blueprint volumes one through five billion, but the first like three were really good, and I respect all the tracks on there. He made Big Pimpin', which was like one of the first music videos I ever saw as a kid. So like, dude has definitely had like his impact, but he I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just the feeling of, like, the rich perpetuating their richness is kind of what I get, which is, like, I'm well, not... Yeah, but his verse on this song wasn't like that. No, his verse was, was a departure from that because it was talking... It was talking, like, I deserve your respect, which, like, yeah. Like, after his verses, I was like, yeah, you do deserve the respect you get. With subtle political... Undertones, right? Subtle political undertones, subtle like I've been in the rap game for this long and I'm still not getting represented properly. Yeah, like that's fair, and I will totally give him that. But I just, I think part of it's just that I'm not comfortable with the trend, you know, like the trend in the other way. Like Jay Z, I'm cool with. Like Jay Z's fine. I get it. You're at the top of your game. You're still not getting represented. That's fine. But for Beyonce, I just just hearing her do those ad libs just put such a puts such a weight on my heart to hear that shit happen. Yeah, because I would never think that she would do a song like that because yeah. she was so much more of like an R and B artist. She came from a place that was definitely not that, and so to see her do that felt a little weird and it like did not feel natural to me. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's when an artist is so big, and so, you know, I can't think of a word, but when an artist is like, you know, I'll use these fucking SAT words like <laughs> idiosyncratic and huge and mm-hmm. like trailblazing and they're unique, like you can identifiable. Right. When they start. When they start, like, succumbing to and copying trends, it feels weird. Yeah. Like, Michael Jackson never did that. Because he was just the top. And he was, like, he set the trends, and he was just... He was him. And I think he... And I think the thing about Michael Jackson... Imagine Michael, like, doing, like... Copying really cheesy ass like musical trends. I would I would like, feel equal disgust. It would, yeah, it would feel know? nasty. To, I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I understand why you feel that hearing Beyonce, who is like yeah. that kind of artist, do that. It's because I have so much respect for Beyonce that I'm so offended by what she's putting out on this song. I think. Right. Because I expect I expect her to be a trendsetter and to try new things. You know. Right. Which I mean I don't know if that's too much of a burden on one artist to be like constantly expecting them to expand the horizons and try new shit no i think that's i honestly think that's a baseline of what an artist is i mean that's the thing about michael jackson that's what made him so great is he always tried new things like all of his records are so like he's still like very definitively a pop artist but he tried so many different things but excelled at all of them yeah and that's what makes him a legend is that the fact that you know he was willing to branch out and try new shit but he really researched it and you could tell that he really put in a lot of effort like and thought into everything he did and i i don't know i guess the conclusion is that maybe they just feel this just feels like a sellout song to me yeah i it does i mean it's a total money grab but there are some redeeming aspects of it like i like i like this more than the maroon five song which oh absolutely they're both like money grab songs but there's things about this one that i actually enjoyed so that's true i don't know i you know i say absolutely and i say that i do like this more overall but i don't know if i could just get past the grime and the <laughs> betrayal to it me. was icky yeah it was definitely icky like there were parts where i was like what yeah. the f- like what am- what is happening like i would expect this out of like even cardi b like she's new enough where it's like if you want to do this trend cool that's it'd be fine. charming and cute yeah. right but yeah. like to hear beyonce do it i'm just like it almost feels like a, like like a hero selling out to fucking you know what it feels like that it sucks yeah it feels like that moment in captain america like the first movie in captain america when he's just like hey i'm captain america i'm a super soldier but i'm like doing these stage productions to sell war bonds uh, that's what it yeah. feels like like it feels like you have a superhuman you have beyonce like one of the best in her craft and she's doing fucking like migos like ad libs it just doesn't. It doesn't feel and up to par is, with her ability. The thing is, it's not funny, right? Which would have been redeeming, but it's not funny. It's but not. What is funny is Orson Welles doing commercials at the end of his life. Oh God! Because he really oh, needed money. Oh man! So just YouTube Orson Welles commercials, and it's amazing. Consider the fact that Orson Welles was the voice of a Transformer in the Transformers movie, and that was his last role he ever did before he died. He died, like, weeks after. Like, he literally did a voice for a extended toy commercial. 
<laughs> that was his last role before he died. I love Orson Welles. Like, I do too, man. Orson yeah. Welles is the fucking best, but like, goddamn, that there's like there's a sadness to that, you know? There is. There's a tragedy yeah. to that. There is. And uh like Orson Welles did a great job on that voice. Like, I'm not gonna try and argue that. Like, his Omnicron was fucking great. But it's still a toy commercial and he did it because he needed the money at the time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But like that's but that's what makes this even more the, of a Beyonce betrayal. Didn't need the money. Like they don't right. need yeah. the money, yeah. but they're still yeah. doing trends. Like what the fuck, dude? You should be trying the craziest shit of your career right now. Like what are you doing? Like what is your life? Like that is that's actually a very good point. I think that's a very interesting point. That's, like, I know you're on yeah. this, like, semi-drunk ramble. But that's my main... But that's that, the core. That is a very interesting point, is, like, once once you've acquired so much wealth, you literally have so much freedom to do what you want exactly. and what you think is important. So it's sort of like... It's it's really a critique on someone's character. Exactly, dude. That they would have such freedom and and like stability and safeness in their life to choose these different options to, of what to contribute to humanity and to choose this of all infinite options that they have. Exactly. Dude. That's that is actually actually angering that I think yeah like I didn't that's even, why I'm I so mad I didn't consider that point but now that I am I'm like that's pretty that, that makes me think much less of right and that's did what I I'm just say think yes but that's yeah, okay I did say I think st- I still feel the same yeah. way about you but that's that's why the betrayal is so real is because it's a money grab for people who have all the money like why right. the fuck would you do a money grab if you have so much money already like, there's right. no point. There's no Unless reason. Unless it's all going to some sort of... I highly doubt it's going to a charity. If it was, yeah, that would not. be dope as fuck, and I would su- I would honestly support it if it was going to a charity, but I highly doubt it is. Yeah. Because that's the thing, is that fucking, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce, for as good of artists as they are, they've always been about them. Yeah. You know, like like even in their in their lyrics, it's always been about what they're doing and what their hustle is, which is like I respect that, I get it. But like you're already at the top of your game, so why are you doing a cash grab? It's 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 insulting to me. Yeah. So anyway, we've rambled on a long We have about this. Go go listen to Kendrick instead. Just or, like, I don't know, listen to some fucking math rock. Jesus Christ. Listen to listen to something that will expand your horizons. Yes. Um. Oh, shit. I think I'm actually drunk. Goddamn. How much do you have left? I have about a third. I have about a third as well. We have two more songs? We, t- we have two more songs, Josh. That's sad. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. I would say it's sad because of the Tentacion sound, but that's not the case. Um, oh, actually, we do have an XXX Tentacion song, okay. but it's called Moonlight. So, uh... It's next? Yeah, it's next. All right. It's next, dude's number 16 on the list. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Well, see what, yeah. yeah, let's see what it sounds like. Good in the moonlight, all these pussy niggas so bad mine. Spotlight, moonlight. 
Nigga, why you trippin' get your mood right? Shut it look good in the moonlight. All these pussy niggas so by mine. Spotlight, uh, moonlight, uh, nigga, why you trippin' get your mood right? That was a that was such a gen- gentle handoff. Yeah, I was reading the lyrics and I gently handed the phone back to Seth. <laughs> but was, that aside, that, that was fucking amazing, dude. That was great. I, this is all about that. I really liked that song. I did too. Really liked that song. It was like two minutes, but I felt like I was like, dude, the fucking like that's it's synth. so simple. It's so simple. It's just like this keyboard, this sort of thin drum sound and bass, but. It was fucking sick, man. And yeah. His, and his vocals and the delivery, melody, even even the lyrics, they're fucking yeah. simple. But like, what was it? Fuck. It's what was this one line like? Like not feeling right. No, no. Um, yeah. Let me just look at it one more time. Hold on. Um, no, it was right here. There's certain little like lines that are just like hit you in the face and make you think. Or relate, feel like I'm damaged. It's just that alone. I just like right. I'm like oh yeah, and then feeling like you fucking planned it, which is vague, so you, it can make you really think about it, like right. who the you or what the it is. But it comes right after the damage line, so it's almost yeah. like you could be setting up like a character for like, like I'm damaged because you planned it, but it's also like I'm damaged, so I might be paranoid. So like maybe you didn't plan it. Yeah. And then there's, you know, the sexual undertones, right? Under everyone's fucking life. Mm-hmm. Talking about it, looking good in the moonlight. And then you started yeah, like stabbing someone in their intestines. That was a line. That is a line, yeah. To teach her a lesson, you know. Dude, honestly, like it's the fucking world. The world is a riptide. Yep. That's my line. Yep. Hey, riptide lines rhymes with Jesus. I can't even fucking talk anymore. Yeah. Riptide rhymes with the rest of the song. So, yeah. there you go. Now, that song was... I I was really into that song, that actually. It's going to be top five. For Really? It you think it's going to be top five? Oh, definitely. Oh, damn. I like, I enjoyed that a lot. That's like top five, potentially one. Oh, fuck, dude. That's how much I enjoyed that. You know, and it, it's interesting because it was like... It was literally two minutes, 14 seconds, but it... I think if it had been any longer, it would have been too much. But I think it just was, like, the perfect level of, like, staying its welcome the right amount. But also, like, getting in there, doing what it needed to do, and then getting out. You know? It was, like, it was very effective at what it did. Like, that's that that synth line where, like, it would do the, the high keys and then it would, like, pitch shift them. Yeah. Like, that was so cool. I really want to figure out how to do that, because that's an awesome effect. It's something... Well, some MIDI keyboards actually have, like, a... Like, a rotator, yeah, like, it's jumping thing like, on them. It's jumping, like, two or three octaves. That's true. It's jumping multiple octaves. Um, yeah. I was, but, like... Um, I was surprised at how much I liked that song, So actually. was I. I didn't I think I would like it at all. off guard. Me too. Especially after how much I disliked the last song. I was going into this one being like, oh, it's going to be average, whatever. This is a track that I think accomplishes a lot while, like, physically saying very little. But, like, the fact that there's not a lot of lyrics adds to, like, personal interpretation of the song. Mm -hmm. 
so I think that by not having, like, I think that was the problem with the last song, honestly, is that there was too much, there was too much going on, and, because it was like a four minute song, whereas this song is like literally almost half the time, but it somehow gets across the perfect feel. Yes. In half the time, which is just great. I'm all about it. This also makes me really sad, because X is, you know, not here anymore. Yeah. But, um, it's a good track, dude. Good a track. plus. Good track, X. Down. Um. See you on the other side. Yeah. Hopefully not for a while, but, you know, when we get there. Um, so, that being said, I mean, I guess, do we have anything more to add to this track? No, it's Not really. Solid. So, after that is a song called Changes, which coincidentally is also by X. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna, gonna do that right now. Okay. That'd be great. Let's go. You're changing, boy, I can't stand it. My heart can't take this damage. And the way I feel can't stand it. Mm, maybe I don't understand this. Wow, that was a, that was probably the shortest track we've ever reviewed on this podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, just releasing whatever they have left of his work, unfinished work, it sounds like. Well, because this was on the same album that came out before he died. Okay. So, it sounds like an intro track. Like, it doesn't sound like an actual track, really. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is actually a really good question. Like, how do we review a track that honestly doesn't really have that much that many lyrics like how do we review this I guess we just review it for what it is right yeah I mean it's yeah a more concise shorter version of what otherwise would be a song you know yeah it was very very repetitive um, it was and it, it it had the keyboard line and it kind of brought that synth swell up but outside of that it didn't really have I mean it didn't really have that much I felt you like know, it was just an intro I was, track. It was really short, but I was even as short as it was. I was bored by it. Like, yeah, it was a little too repetitive, honestly, for my taste. Which and it was very forced and not like insincere. Yeah, and it was. It's funny because like the last track felt very sincere. Yeah, but yeah. this one just felt like yeah, it just felt like a filler track. Yeah. Not really a lot to I'm say just, about yeah, it. I'm, I'm thinking, like, how I'm going to rank it. That's why I'm pausing. Cause right. Yeah, let's talk about mind, these like, rankings, dude. In my mind, that was that's going to be three or even potentially four. Just because it's not even really a song. Yeah. I actually think I know... I think I know what my rankings are. Right. I think I can tell you right now. Go for it. Number one is the other X song. Um... Yeah. I don't even remember what it's uh, called. Fuck. Um, how did we forget we just heard it? I mean, we're pretty... Moonlight. Cool. Moonlight, yes. Moonlight is number one for sure. I I've, I connected the most with it. I felt the most out of it. Uh, number two, <laughs> if this was any other universe, this would not be number two. But tonight is number two. It's definitely the Adam Levine Cardi B song. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fault you. It's fine. Dude. It's, it's just one of those fucking nights, dude. It's number two. It had its faults, but Cardi B's flow is undeniable. Her character is hilarious yeah. and great, and I just can't, I just can't yeah. be mad at it, dude. I just gotta roll with it. Literally, if she was in the song, the song would be boring as fuck. But she's in it. 
so it wins it for me. Number three... Hmm. Number three, I feel like, is actually this song. Because although it is not very long of a track, it has a fairly concise purpose, intention with it. It's emo as fuck, but I'll give it that. I'll rank it number three. Number four, absolutely apeshit. I just, you know, I already ranted enough about it mm. to tell you why it's my bottom. I used my angry card on it, so that's fairly obvious. You did. Um, so, yeah, my reasoning still stands. It's my bottom-ranked song of the night, unfortunately. I have to think. I have to finish the beer and thing, Colin. Did you finish? You didn't finish, right? I didn't finish, only because it's too strong, and I need to chill and take a second, because... I tried to chug it all at once, but it was too much. Even even I'm mortal. I don't blame you. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to fucking drink in a short time. I don't know how the fuck you're doing it. I'm watching you do it. I'm like, how are you? How is this happening right now? This is fucking bonkers. When he says do it, I can't tell you what he really means. I mean, I can tell you what it really means. Um, Fanfics. Just joking. Uh, Not, side note Maybe you're, just joking <laughs> Side note You're going to Oregon in August Yes, that's correct <laughs> Are you thinking about coming up with yes. me? Yes Oh shit We have a show in the middle of that But uh, I'm like I'm like What if I just visit for a few days And we can do a f- And then like that will be our Oh fuck Wait, no, That no, could no. be our live 40s August that won't be episode 40, though. That's not enough time. It won't. No. Oh, it wouldn't be nearly enough. No. Fuck. Never mind. Okay, well, consider so the Josh I really Rossi do, thinking about... I really want to do episode 40 in Oregon. It's going to happen. I really want that to happen. Get hyped. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been wanting to go to your hometown for, like, a couple of years now. I've been trying to get you there. We've yeah. been trying to plan it, and we've both been failing at it, so we'll get there. Um, but what are your rankings? Put that aside. The rankings. One is Moonlight. Okay. That's just obvious. Surprising, but obvious. Um, hmm. All right, I'm going to veer off, way veer off from what you said. Number two is going to be ape shit. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. Because that's I, fair. I dug the music and Jay-Z's verse a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thought that was enough to bring it up. Yeah. I, cause I, yes, I enjoyed that more than the Maroon 5 song. Okay. Maroon that's Fi- fair. Maroon 5 was like actively annoying and I wanted to change it. Well, okay, no, it, Parts of it were actively annoying, and I wanted to change it. Right. Like, at a certain point, I just got sick of... Well, anyway. So, yeah. that uh, that will be three, though. <laughs> Moon 5 Moon 5 will be three. Because Cardi was entertaining. And if I... If it was background music at a party, I wouldn't get annoyed. I would not get annoyed. Right. I would just be like, this is fine. Okay. And then four would be... The la- this last one okay. um, That's fair Cause it's not even really a song I mean it's just like It, it sounds like an intro It's thing. just It's so like It's so insincere And it's like So repetitive Yeah And there's no Redeeming Cardi B <laughs> So it's like <laughs> so it's That's like, fair That's fair It's gotta be four Shit So I don't hate it But 
I didn't hate any of these songs. Like, none of these will be bottom five. And Moonlight potentially right. will, will definitely be top, top five. So. Okay. I agree. I mean, I don't think... I don't even think the Jay-Z Beyonce song is going to be bottom five for me. It just kind of insulted my intelligence, but, but I don't think it'll be... Card. I did. I don't know. I might be... I might... I mean, regress from the angry card. I'm a generally not angry person, so my angry card is usually like... In the moment, I'm angry about it, but then afterwards, I'm fine. Like, when I did the angry card on Niall Horan, that was still number two in my bottom five, so... Right. You know, we'll see. Um, anyway, that's all the songs. Fuck yeah. Mm, but it's not all the 40. It's not... I think this actually might be the first night... No, you, we can't not finish the 40 before the episode's over. All right. You're right. Um, I, I, need, would, I would feel like a liar. A dirty, <laughs> dirty liar. Well, I need you to to rant about something then so I can finish this. Okay. Uh, um, well, one thing is that, I mean, I shouldn't talk about the show tomorrow, right? That's kind of an emotional subject. We can. Well, let's talk about it then. What's your show tomorrow, Josh? Tell us. <laughs> I watched you drink and your eyes were closed. I want you to talk your so I can finish this better. Um, this isn't going to be... Well, yeah, we're, um, we're... Seth and I... It's a special show. We have this really special show tomorrow. Wherein uh, my the band that I'm in, plus Seth on violin and our friend Vahog on keyboard... We're performing a record that we all made together about my uncle's passing, and it's going to be beautiful, and it's going to be a great time, and we're filming it and recording it. Oh, we're recording it too? And filming it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess I didn't tell you guys, but yeah, our friends, we have friends that are, like, pro audio and visual recording it. Fuck. Well, for sure, pro audio recording it, and then we got some. We have like three or four pretty decent cameras. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. I mean, me and Josh flirt a lot on this show, but I'm very thankful that I get to play music with him as well. Um, I feel like it's a, it's a. I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's a way of, of of having a conversation that is not with words, but through notes and through sound waves. And I feel like there's something very special about that. And so I'm very um, flattered that Josh asked me to be a part of it. And uh, it's a really... It's a big emotional deal. And I'm uh, really, really honored to be there, you know? That's my take on it. Yeah, it's nice. It's part of our friendship. Yeah. Um, you know, I it's, also play. Well, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say you should continue on because I was gonna make a non sequitur. So. No, I was gonna say I also perform with a project that Seth has, and um, the way he described it, I don't know if I could describe it better, but it's music is a very it's a very personal and emotional thing. So when you share that with someone, it's like a it's a total it's like a different kind of 
connection or intimacy is like music. Um, but yeah, it's and which and that's also what we review. We review music here. Yeah. So it feels really bad sometimes when you hear songs that feel like a you know a defacement of what that should be. Right, which is interesting but, because I mean you know I think I think as far as me and Josh are concerned, even though we listen to different types of music on occasion uh we have different places where we come from as far as music i think we both value the same basic things in music um yeah which is you know like honesty um being true to your own voice and what you feel is important and um just yeah generally being true to yourself i think that's something that we both value very highly um which i think is why you know reviewing these songs is so interesting is because you know they are a lot of them are made for you know common consumption yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. that's why reviewing them is so interesting is because every once in a while when we find the ones that are really like standouts it's so fun to talk about them yeah. And, like, fun to talk about, like, why they stand out to us and, like, what makes them valuable to us. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I like this podcast. That's why you like this podcast. I mean... Listener. Yes. Yes, not you. I mean, like, listener, you. Oh, shit. That is what meta as fuck. And that's why... We love you and we love each other. Yes, that's entirely true. And why we're... So ready to take this relationship <laughs> to the next level mm-hmm. and have a amazing podcast in Oregon. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I think I mentioned to Josh yeah. that we have a lot of fans in Oregon and that they want a live podcast, and we are way more than happy to do that. It's just a matter of planning and a matter of finding the space and the venue. But once we do that. It's odd. We're doing a live podcast. Like, I'll give a fuck. I don't even know how the format's going to go, but it's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, Oregon, we're coming for you. So, don't be nervous. Give in to the glory. It's going to be great. Um, it's literally going to be... Coming for you. It's literally going to be us two just fucking ranting about it's music just for be an us hour. Two. <laughs> us two coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't wanna I don't wanna give an expectation that I can't fulfill, Josh. So like let's just say <laughs> that we will be physically there. <laughs> and we'll go from there. How's that sound? That good. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we've been forties and forties. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for as always listening to us and putting up with our <laughs> drunken bullshit. Um we will be coming to Oregon soon, it's just a matter of when, so stay stay tuned for when that will happen. Um in the meantime, thank you for putting up with us being gone for a week without any warning. Y'all are the best. We love you. Mm-hmm. And uh we will talk to you soon. Yes. Next episode <laughs> is top five, bottom five, so get excited, it's gonna be great. Uh, yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Mwah. Oh, yeah.